You're listening to the Get Clear Up Podcast, a space dedicated to the female experience. I'm your host, holistic health practitioner and women's sexual health expert, Callie Shea. All right, I'm not going to bore you bitches with a long intro because this is a good episode and I just want to get right into it, but I am going to blabber for a second. Today, I'm chatting with Monica Groney, who is the founder and CEO of Morea. Morea is a wellness company whose mission really is to empower women around their psycho health. So you can see why I love Monica so much. Morea has a PMS elixir, which is a drinkable mix chocked full of nutritional supplements. And y'all know I'm not usually a multivitamin kind of girl, but Monica and her team absolutely killed it with this supplement. Flavor, quality, purpose, it's all there. And she was so kind to give us a discount code for 15% off your first order using the code Cali15. That's C-A-L-E-E-1-5. So go do your online shopping while you listen and prepare yourself to get Clitorate. Hello, hello. Today I have Monica Groney from Maria to talk about her brand, her company, her journey, everything. And I am so excited to have you. I'm so excited to be here. This is so fun. Yes, I'm so pumped. So give us a little bit of insight. I really want to dig into your story and how you got where you are, um, but let's just set the stage. So give us a brief overview of what you're doing now. Yeah. So Maria is a women's health company, and we're really focused on the nutritional elements um, that uh, women face when dealing with hormonal issues. Um, and so mm-hmm. you're working to provide a ton of education and a community around just horrible period issues. Um, and then providing nutritional solutions that are like easy and enjoyable and fun. Yeah. So fun. Like I said, I tried the Maria. Um, so it's a powder. It's not, I think that's like the most mind blowing thing to me. It's a powder. It's not a bunch of capsules. I tried it. I love it. I don't know what it is about the flavor, but it makes me very nostalgic for something I had when I like in my childhood. And so when I drank it, I was like, wow, this is so nice. (laughs) Yeah. I think a lot of people have been like, it tastes like lemonade. (laughs) Um, Oh yeah. It definitely has lemonade flavors. Yeah. And so it's a drinkable mix. So a drinkable daily multivitamin. Um, and just like my biggest pain point with taking my supplements was that it was like a bunch of different bottles and it was ugly in my bathroom (laughs) and, um, a pain, just a total pain in the ass every day. And I'd stop taking them. Um, so I wanted, you know, there was like a few supplements, which like I used to love the calm magnesium until I found out that it had so many baddies in it that I couldn't take Mm -hmm. it anymore. Um, that's what I call bad ingredients or baddies, but, (laughs) (laughs) um, and then, so I was like, that was fun and enjoyable. And I liked taking it. I was like, what if I could take all my supplements and make them into a like enjoyable drink experience? And then it's way easier. And you could, you also don't have like handful of supplements. You just grab the little stick pack and can take it wherever with you. So convenient, right? And it's cute. Like we're talking, like it's fun. It's cute. It gets you excited about it. So I'm pumped. Um, I'm just like excited to bring this to everyone. Also in my Facebook group, I feel like I tag you in so much stuff. I'm like, oh my God, tell them what you have. Tell them what you do. (laughs) I mean, that's awesome. Thank you. But also like that has been the most amazing part of it for me is I love connecting with these women. And I'll tell you, 
I have a little chat on our website where like anyone can chat and it's usually me because we're just getting started. But, um, but I had this like 13 year old girl message and was like, haven't gotten my period yet. I'm really nervous. Can I talk to you about it? And I was like, oh, yes, this is Oh, my gosh. Awesome. I was like, yeah. thank you so much for reaching out. I like almost gave her my personal cell phone number. Just text <laughs> me anytime. <laughs> yeah, I love that side of what I do. I get a lot of those messages too where they're like, oh, my God, I'm having sex for the first time. Can I talk? Like, can you talk me through it? And I'm like, whoa, all right. <laughs> like, Yes. Of course, like so much pressure, but of course. Yeah. And like, just kudos to them for even finding a resource because when I was their age, I was just like, I'm terrified and I can't talk to anyone. I had Cosmo as my resource. I would like Google stuff because like really social media wasn't popping yet. There was definitely nothing like we have now. And so I would just go on Cosmo and be like, what is the period? How to give a blowjob? Like all of that was just on Cosmo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like which e- even Teen Vogue. I remember Teen Vogue having mm. a, like huge article on anal sex. And oh I was, yeah, that was a huge deal. It was huge because like all of their advertisers dropped or something because they mm-hmm. didn't like it. But I was like, no, kudos to them. Like we should talk about anal sex. <laughs> yes, but, yeah. So I love that we get to do this and like talk about periods all the time. It's great. Um, so walk us through like your story and how you got to this point. What inspired this product? Tell us all the details. Yeah. Um, it, so, I mean, it really started when I was nine cause that's when I got my period. Um, but from there, you know, through my teen years and my early twenties, like I had some really, really bad mood issues and I don't even know if I can find words to explain just how bad it was, but it was disruptive Um, Mm -hmm. and my now husband, we, before we got married last year, we'd been dating for like six years. And in the first like four years, it was a shit show. Like Mm. I was so many ups and downs. I was depressed half the time, half the time I was just really freaking angry. Um, and I was seeing a therapist and went to her and was like, I'm bipolar. Like I have these mood swings that are so freaking crazy. Like I need help. And I don't know if it's medicine or what it is, but I need help. And she she like immediately was like, okay, have you ever tracked your period? And I was like, what the hell does my period have to do with this? Like I'm talking to you about my emotions. I was just super uneducated. Um, And I think a lot of us are, and it's not to any of our faults. It's not like to the fault of our moms or any of that. It's just kind of the nature of, you know, how our world's evolving and where we've come from and periods are taboo and they weren't talked about. And we weren't told that there were mood effects or physical effects or all these things and that they were related to their period. Um, And so once I kind of agreed to track my period, we realized it was definitely related, (laughs) um, like light bulb, huge light bulb. And, um, but at the same time, the, that doctor was like, okay, it's related. Great. Here's your prescription for antidepressants. And I was like, wait, what? We just said it was related to my period. And like, what, what's going on here? Um, and 
I mean, not to say that antidepressants are the wrong answer because I know that for some people that is the right answer, but I just believe in trying to work through some other solutions first before jumping to what I see as like maybe a later solution down the road. Mm -hmm. Um, So I said, thanks, but no thanks and didn't take the prescription, which to me is something that I just like, it's really important. It's really important that other women know that just because one doctor gives you one solution, it's okay if you're not comfortable with it. And it's okay to ask more questions and say no, even, and maybe you come back to it later. Great. Um, I think like the same thing too, for some birth controls. And like, I think we just need to be aware that just because one person with these fancy letters at the end of their name, like gave us this one solution, it might not be your solution. Um, Mm. And so I started on just like a journey of putting my kind of health team together. And I had to, it took a lot of time and it took a lot of effort and Um, I'm really grateful for having that opportunity because I know that everyone doesn't to be able to kind of see different providers and stuff like that. Um, But I eventually had gotten suggested like some acupuncture, which I found really helpful. Um, I was seeing an acupuncturist at the onset of some of my PMS symptoms um, and that did amazing things. I started to meditate more. Um, that was totally amazing just cause I felt way more in tune and could be like, wow, I'm more tired this week or like, wow, I just like am feeling flat or I'm feeling energetic. Um, and those are all key indicators as you know, of our cycle. Um, and the light bulb, big, big thing was I had a doctor suggest like, Hey, here are some nutrients that you should be taking. Do you take them? If not, like try it for, you know, two months and let's just see how you feel. Mm-hmm. So um, I started, I like grabbed her list that she gave me, ran to like Whole Foods or whatever um, <laughs> and bought like $150 of supplements. And within a month, I kid you not, like, my world was just clearer. I was, mm. I was, and I hate to say better because I wasn't like, there was nothing wrong with me before. It was just like, I wasn't balanced. I wasn't feeling good. Right. Um, and I found this like place where I felt in control again. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, like the supplement regimen was just like way too intense. <laughs> Um, I was like, this is not sustainable. And I was finding the supplements in like my pockets. And then of course, like (laughs) wasn't taking them and I'd feel like shit again. And I'd like be off my rocker a little bit. Um, and so I was like, I need to make this better. I want to make it more convenient. And I had friends at the time, like I was sharing all this with them and they were like, what are you doing? Like, you seem so much chill. Like you seem so chill. And like, awesome. And they're like, you used to be such a bitch. (laughs) Um, and so I started like, like sharing this list with my friends and I was like, yeah, like try it. I don't know, whatever. Um, and it was working for so many people. And I was like, this is insane. Um, and so like me just being me, I obviously like went and was like, well, what is it about these nutrients? Like, I want to learn more. Like I I, like really dug in and like found all these studies Mm -hmm. and found like, 
this amazing dietitian that I've been working with who had this continuing ed piece um, all about nutrients and PMS. Mm. And I like, and I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. That's so cool. I love your story. I remember the first time we were talking and you told me I was like mind blown because I think exactly what you experienced, like that ripple effect of like, I feel better. And now I'm like giving this to my friends. And because every woman either has experienced this or knows someone like, like in their immediate circle who has. Yeah. So I think there's such a ripple effect of when we start to take care of ourselves, exactly what you said, they notice and they're like, wait, I want that too. Like, give me some of that. Yeah. And I mean, like, Rick, like, I wish that you were around when I was trying to figure this out or like, I knew of you because then I would have been just been like figuring it all out so much faster. Instead, I was out there like trying to piece together all these things. And I was like, God damn it. Like, I have no idea what is going on. Um, Yeah, I totally get it. I mean, I wish I was around when I was looking for me. I know. (laughs) I wish I could have worked with like what I do Um, because it wasn't like that wasn't a resource for a long time. And that's the thing is because of the world we live in, we live in a high stress environment. We live in, you know, a lot of us don't get complete meals or complete nutrients at our meals. Like we're chronically undernourished, like as a society. And, you know, you can assume for most people that they're magnesium deficient. You can assume most people are vitamin D deficient. And so it makes sense that when you are missing these pieces, you're going to notice that you feel like shit. Yeah. Like, it's so obvious. Yeah. And like, I'm, I'd say I'm pretty healthy. Like we eat, right. we eat really well. Um, right. and I'm very obviously conscious of it, but I actually am newly obsessed with TikTok and just posted this on TikTok <laughs> yesterday, but like, there's just some days that you want, you don't want to eat another salad. And so, and if you're yeah. not eating, like literally, a huge salad with every meal, you're not getting enough nutrients that you need. Even then you're probably not. I'm like, yesterday I just wanted Philly cheesesteak for lunch. So what did I eat? Like <laughs> Philly cheesesteak. Like I, I, I'm not going to tell myself I can't have that because yeah. sometimes, you know, I want it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love it. I just feel like that's like the modern world too. You know, we're all so busy and we're grabbing food on the go and we we have to, we have to supplement. That's the, our soils aren't as good as they used to be. Yeah. All of those things are adding up and it's just important that we're focusing on getting enough nutrients in any way we can. No, I totally agree with that. And so with your process of like healing PMDD and really like getting your cycle under control, what did that look like? Was it just focused on the nutrients? Was there a, a nutrition role? I know you said you went to acupuncture. So I know like I have listeners out there like, oh, I have PMDD. I want to hear more about this. So I would love to hear what your journey looked like with that. Yeah. And I guess I didn't mention that earlier, but my diagnosis was PMDD, which mm-hmm. is premenstrual dysphoric disorder. Um, and it was really like three main things. It was the... Um, nutritional element, I think was the biggest for me because that's the one that I notice when Mm -hmm. I don't, um, take my supplements and I'm not as focused on diet. That's when I notice my symptoms coming back the most. Mm -hmm. Um, so nutrition was huge. The next one I'd say was, um, movement. And when I would have my onset of symptoms, I would be so like, 
just lethargic and not myself. I wouldn't be able to move. I like couldn't wear anything but sweatpants. Like Mm. I just could not get out of my own way. And through awareness that like pushing through that a little bit and getting a little uncomfortable, I mean like, no, it's okay. And it's not like, I wasn't saying I have to work out or go Mm -hmm. for a run. I would just go for a 10 minute walk. Right. And that changed everything. And it could have been like just getting outside, which is obviously huge. Um, But adding in normal movement when I knew um, I wouldn't want to really, really helped me. Um, And then in addition, the mindfulness aspect. Mm. And so that was, you know, not only better understanding my cycle and how I was going to feel in those different phases, um, but just being mindful enough that like this week, I'm not going to be as motivated. I'm not going to be very organized. Let's maybe take some of these things off of my plate and wait until I'm more in that mind space to try to tackle them because otherwise I'm going to get frustrated and it's just going to like flare me up. Right. Um, and that also allowed me to, to like speak to my partner and be like, Hey, I'm not really feeling it this week. So I just need you to give me a little breathing room. And it wasn't like, don't talk to me. It was like, um, give me space to not be perfect this Mm. week. Not that I'm ever perfect, but you know what I mean? Like (laughs) extra space. space. (laughs) Yeah. Like give me space to fuck up this week. Cause I'm gonna. (laughs) And I think that that's the power in understanding your hormones and your cycle too. You know, Mm -hmm. being able to say to be human for the week and be like, I know what's going on because I think we have this expectation in the society that we live in, that we need to be go, go, go 24 seven. Like we need to be on it. And that's just not realistic, like not realistic for anyone. Yes. Like women who have hormone cycles and periods, but also for men, they also go through hormone cycles through the month. Like it's not realistic to ask that of yourself. So I think there is so much power in being able to understand what's going on in your cycle, what's happening and then being able to adjust and respond to that. Like I say that all the time, like syncing your lifestyle to your cycle is so empowering. So empowering. And like, God, I just wish someone had told me about it when I was 16 even. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, because then I could have been like, hey, friends, I'm going to be a total bitch this week. <laughs> and 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 it's not an excuse. Like there's, there's actual... There's, science there's that yeah. shows this. Yeah. It's like very evidence-based. And I think that, um, understanding that too also gives you the power to be able to explain it to men in particular mm-hmm. who like really don't get it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's been like a huge thing for my relationship too, is being like, okay, here's the data because we know men and they're like, well, whatever. Like, it's not real unless there's data. And you're like, well, no, 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 no. Like, I'm going to, I'm showing you this. This is, this is it. Here are the facts. Yes. <laughs> and so like that, it just changed everything. Mm-hmm. Like my relationship wasn't going that great before and like healed myself. Yeah. Got engaged. I was like, whoa, <laughs> like something I've been waiting for, for like five years. And all I had to do was get my shit together. <laughs> Just heal my relationship with my hormones. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's the only thing. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was the only thing. <laughs> yeah. And, and like I said, it's so empowering. And, you know, actually we use the, um, the flow app and 
he gets a notification depending on what phase of my cycle I'm in. Like he gets an automated email. And that happened. We started doing that really even before I started getting into this work because I started learning about cycle syncing. That was one of the very first topics I learned about with, with period help. And I was mind blown. I was like, this makes so much sense. And what was so mm-hmm. interesting to me was the sex drive fluctuations that we have. You know, like we're going to we are going to want to make a baby more when we are closer to ovulation. Like no shit. But that was news to me. And so seeing that, I was like, oh my God, if I could just communicate this to my partner, this would make everyone happy. Like how mind blowing. <laughs> yeah. That's definitely what I'm still working on is the sex drive thing. Cause, uh, yeah, it's a hard one to convey. You're like, I'm just not into it this week. <laughs> this is just not the week that my testosterone is going to be up, honey. Like <laughs> this is just it. I kind of just want to sit in the dark and masturbate. Don't look at me. <laughs> yes, let me DJ my own party. Get out. Like <laughs> you, you can watch. Just don't touch. <laughs> don't talk. Just sit there. <laughs> yes. No, that's so funny. I Like I said, he gets a notification every week. And he's yeah. like, this is where you are in your cycle. And he'll come in and he'll be like, now nah, it's so funny. My sweet boyfriend says he knows way more about periods than he ever wanted to. But he comes in now and he's like, I know what phase of your cycles that you're in. I know what your cervical mucus is going to be like this month or this week. And I'm like, you go, babe. You're like, yeah, get the lube. Yes, get it out. <laughs> Shit's sticky this week. Sorry. <laughs> yes, spot on. Um, <laughs> so I know you mentioned, totally going back to a different topic, but I know you no, mentioned that you like nutrition was a big role for you. And I know you're very passionate about like nutrition and, and how that, I love your out, your outlook on it. Like the way that you, like you said, like, I want to fill a cheesesteak today. Like I'm going to have it. Like (laughs) I used to be the girl that people would look at and be like, damn bitch, eat a burger, like have some fun. Because I used to think the only way to take care of your hormones was to be like very strict. And like you had to eat 18 salads a day. And that's so not the case. Um, and I would just love to hear kind of your take on nutrition and that, and the role that it plays on our cycle health. Yeah. I mean, like for me as a person and then like Maria as a brand, like one of our things is that we really do wish that we all could get all the nutrients that we need from food. It's like food first, very, very much food first. Um, but I also just think that part of our emotional well-being is, I don't know if it's like, it's not a reward because that's the wrong way to frame it, but like we deserve to have what we want. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's maybe bad too. No, um, I so I mean. I'm just like not into not allowing myself to have something mm-hmm. because of any reason. <laughs> well, I, I say this all the time to my clients, like sex and food are two of life's greatest pleasures. Like I want to enjoy both yeah. of those things. Yeah. And I want to like, not be made, not be made to feel, not be made to feel guilty. <laughs> oh my God. Um, because I wanted a Philly cheesesteak. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have it and also make sure that I'm like, maybe having a side salad or, you know, like later that night having like a veggie stir fry or something, but it's all about balance. Mm -hmm. Um, and so just finding that balance and also like becoming aware of what nutrients support, which phases of your cycle. And so like, maybe you just add those things in here and there, and it doesn't have to be like, Oh my God, I like, I need 
I don't even, I don't even know, whatever. Like I need B this week. And so I'm going to eat a shit ton of whatever. Um, like you don't have to just fill your plate with that. Just right. be mindful of it. It's right. all about like being mindful, finding balance and then supplementing because it's going to fill all those gaps that you're missing totally. and it's okay. Um, but I think having the education and awareness around what the nutrients you need are, Mm -hmm. um, it's just like the first step so that you can be like, Oh, like I really do need this this week and I'm going to focus a little bit more on it. And then next week I can forget it until four weeks from now or whatever. Right. Um, so that's kind of like my, the way that I approach it for sure. And just take your multivitamin every day. Yeah. You know, like get regimented on that. Take that and your probiotic every day, like gut health first and just be like, boom, I'm feeling so much better. Mm-hmm. Totally. I mean, yesterday I posted this on my story because I was like, I am with you. I want to like bash the fact that like you can eat healthy and also have some of your favorite things and you don't have to compromise one over the other. And yesterday I had gluten-free chicken nuggets for lunch and they were in the air fryer. And, oh my God. They were so, you saw them? <laughs> Yeah, I was like, what? I need those. They were dino shaped, first of all. Loved that for me. Um, I did them in the air fryer, so they were crunchy. And I then I had a side salad, exactly. But I wanted gluten-free chicken nuggets. And if you had told me, I was in the grocery store, I saw them in the freezer section. I was like, how have I not seen these before? But if you had told me like three or four years ago that like I would have chicken nuggets for for lunch and also still be healthy, I would have been like, go fuck yourself. Like that's not possible, right? Like I can't yeah. do that. Guess what? You can't. <laughs> It can't happen. Yeah, you totally can. It's all about balance. And it's right. not like, oh, I ate chicken nuggets, <laughs> dino chicken nuggets <laughs> for lunch. Now I have to go run five miles. Yes. Like, no, it's balance. Like find balance in your life. Yes, move your body. Like moving your body is so important, but it's not a punishment for something that you mm, ate. Preach. It's like, it's just like part of your balance. And so you're like, moving my body feels good. I'm going to move my body. Mm. I'm not moving it because of what I ate. Mm. Well, and <laughs> um, I grew up with like the, my fitness pal trend a lot. Like where you go into my fitness, pal. I feel like I talk about this all the fucking time, but you go into my fitness pal <laughs> and you're like, I weigh this much. I want to weigh this much in the month. And they're like, okay, well you need 500 calories a day. And they also showed you the behind the scenes of the fact that you could offset that with workouts. So you could add in your food and then you would add in your workout and then it would subtract the food or subtract. So if I said I ate 500 calories, but I worked out and I burnt 300, I'd only eaten 200 calories is what it would tell me. And so I think that just totally fucked my originally like fucked my mindset around food because I was like, oh, exactly what you said. We have to work out to make up for the fact that I ate something. And that's BS. That's not how the body works, first of all. No, I mean, obviously like calories in, calories out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, also let's talk about how, you know, our menstruating bodies needs a certain caloric intake Mm. so that we can actually function properly. And if we're adding exercise on top of that, like we need carbs. Yeah. And our premenstrual welcome to church everyone (laughs) our premenstrual body needs carbs like do you need a permission slip to eat carbs like come and see me I will pass them out all damn day yes and and eat healthy carbs like you know don't like there's again a balance but 
as a female, and this is so funny because my husband all the time, like he's always on the low carb thing. <laughs> he's like, right now he's getting fit before 40, mm-hmm. which like, good for him. <laughs> Love you, babe. Like, woo. Um, but I'm also like, I'm nine years younger than you. So I'm only 30 and, um, I don't need to get fit before 40 because I've had some time, <laughs> but also I need carbs. Like stop eating right. low carb. <laughs> Like, I love carbs. I don't know <laughs> if you follow Dr. Stacy Sims, but I love her work. Yes. Yeah. And she says, like, women are not small men. Like, we cannot yes. eat the same. We don't train the same. We don't function the same. And I just think that's when I read that, like, the first time I was like, yes, this woman, like, please blast this everywhere. Yeah. I have her book right over there. Yeah. Um, she's fantastic. But also, I think it's, so amazing the work that she's doing and that she's creating the, the, this like new science around women because yeah. what is it like three or four percent of medical research goes to women mm-hmm. that's it that is it and so as women we need to be doing our own research for us because all the research today is for well, men. if men bled out <laughs> of their dicks there would be tons of research for it but they oh. don't know <laughs> They don't. And yet, like, yet we're the people that create life. Yes. Not that men aren't part of that because it is a joint venture, yes. if you will. But like, we're the ones that are physically doing that work. We are <laughs> carrying a baby for roughly nine months. So. And pushing that shit out. Yes. That. <laughs> and menstruating for a large part of our lives to be able to do yeah. that. Yeah. Just bleeding everywhere. But like, it's, it's insane. And I'm, I like get so excited when I see other women doing research that helps support, um, science around our bodies Mm -hmm. because we're not small men after all. We're not. (laughs) So my question for you would be, I know you elaborated on a little bit about how, you know, your relationship really transformed and your friends noticed, but overall, like what aspects do you feel of your life transformed after you felt more in tune with your cycle? I mean, what aspects didn't, (laughs) um, definitely my relationship. Like I said, um, we like are much more open now, I would Mm say. Um, and he's more educated. I'm more educated. Um, and he understands my body more, uh, what I need and, and is just like a lot more caring, if you will. Um, so definitely my relationship, definitely my career. Like I said, you know, cycle syncing, even my job day-to-day tasks in a way where I'm like, Oh, next week I'm going to be super like flighty and like not be able to focus as well. So why don't I put, you know, some easier tasks on my to-do list and try to tackle these more creative things this week or what, what have you, like, I'm just able to optimize pretty much everything I would say. Um, even, you know, I run, um, at least one ultra marathon every summer and like, I was able to optimize my training for that, you know, um, take rest weeks when I was premenstrual and 
that week I would go on more walks. So I'd like go on longer walks instead of runs. Mm. Um, so like, I don't know what, like what wasn't affected, everything changed after I kind of, kind of, um, figured out my hormones and overall, I'm just a better functioning human now. Mm -hmm. I'm humaning better these days. (laughs) (laughs) You got it down now, down to a science, literally. Yeah. Yeah. So, and something you talked about too, is that I think you mentioned this in the beginning, but really like a value of yours is finding the the right solution for your body because obviously everyone's solution is going to look a little bit different. But in your experience, what does that process look like of finding your best solution? Everyone's process is going to be different. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's having an open mind and being aware that the first solution you're given may not be the best solution for you. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And just like I said, the antidepressants might be the right solution for you. If you have really bad PMDD um, and it is really like serotonin, you know, a big serotonin component to it, then like maybe SSRIs will help you. Um, And it helps a lot of women, but it wasn't for me, I wasn't willing for that to be the first kind of like option. when I knew that there were a lot of other side effects of antidepressants and I didn't want to necessarily deal with those if I could try something else first. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the, you know, the, the biggest part of finding your own solution is just being open-minded and being willing to seek other opinions and like be empowered to question your practitioner, whoever you're talking to, um, because you know, your body best, each of us know our bodies best. And, and, you know, we may have adverse effects to medications. We may know that like B vitamins make us really anxious because that's true for some people. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and so we just have to be our own self-advocates and try, try, try until you find a solution that is working well for your body. Yeah. I totally agree with that. And, you know, I think a lot of women feel like they don't, a lot of people in general, I don't think it's just women, but I feel like they don't have the right yet to be educated on their bodies because they don't have letters after their name. Like I'm not a doctor, Mm -hmm. so this is too complex. And that's just so not the case. You know, you get to be fully educated on your body and how it works and the ins and outs. And it's actually there's a lot that goes on, but it's not that complicated in terms of wanting to understand it and research it. Like I am not a rocket scientist. I think I'm pretty damn smart and I love what I do, but I'm not a rocket scientist and I'm not doing some like crazy shit over here. I just understand how the body works and our hormones. And I think every woman has a right to that information and is fully capable of understanding that. Yeah. I mean, same here. Like I don't have a medical background and I'm like the first to admit that I've just done a ton of freaking research mm-hmm. and spent the time to learn what, what is actually happening, you know, yeah, inside of my gut and in my body. Um, and I think too, like having an open mind that just because you've landed on a solution that's working right now, it doesn't mean it's going to work a couple of years mm-hmm. from now. Our bodies are 
like evolving and changing all the time. Mm -hmm. And so we have to be flexible in our minds to adapt and change with them. Yeah. I get that question a lot actually for people who are, who have been on birth control a long time for whatever the solution they're wanting it for, you know, like it was for my acne, but I've been on it for years and I've never had a problem before, but now I have acne again and I seem to be reacting to my birth control. And I'm like, with the seasons, with your age, with location, like your body's going to change and, and stuff like that can wear on the system. So while you may not have noticed, you know, day one that you're having an issue by four years later, that could be a totally different, you're working with a different body at that point. So, um, yeah, I think there's so much power in just being able to understand what's actually happening. And even if it's just a basic understanding of your system, I know some people are like, I don't, care to know this stuff. Like this is just not, I don't want to be that, you know, educated on my body, but there is a lot of power in that knowledge for sure. Yeah. And at least, you know, knowing enough that you can ask questions and, and stand up. I hate saying like stand up to your practitioner, but there are some times where like people, I've had a doctor suggest things to me and I'm like, no, (laughs) No, (laughs) like that's not, not that's not what we're going to do. No, thanks. Like I'm going to, I'll check next door and like try (laughs) someone else. I don't know. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I I talk about this a lot because, you know, not everyone has like the ability, whether it's like insurance coverage or whatever, to not see whoever they're seeing. And so I get this question a lot. um, And, you know, a reminder that I always have is like your doctor is, their job is to work for you and with you. Like they are not telling you what to do. Their job is to collaborate with you. And we're all like so scared of our doctors. It's such like a common thing. I, you know, I've been scared of my doctor before. I'm like, no, I can't tell them no. Like, but they, they, they're employed by us. Like that's their job. And that's like, that's even my job. Like as a health coach, like I work for my clients. And so I want them to feel totally confident in saying like, Hey, no, that doesn't work for me. Like, let's look for another solution. Um, so yeah, I think part of it starts with that education and being able to question things and know what you're talking about. Um, and just being able to audit. Even like before saying no, just having the power to ask a question. Yeah. Because I can't tell you how many doctor's appointments I've gone into and they've been like, here's your prescription and here's what your regimen is going to be. And I'm just like, okay, uh-huh, yeah. And then you leave and you're like, wait, I have seven questions. Right. I have them in my phone. I didn't even ask. Yeah. I like didn't ask any of them because I was too nervous and I only got four minutes with the doctor. Mm-hmm. Like hold them captive in that little like (laughs) sterile room and be like, no, listen, I'm going to ask you questions. (laughs) You sit, I'm asking. (laughs) Yes. We have a right to that stuff. Absolutely. So I want to talk a little bit about the entrepreneurial side of you and your business because that's so fascinating to me. I love the business side. And I say this all the time. My poor podcast listeners have probably heard me say this like 8,000 times, but I feel like I wear two hats, right? Like I work as a health coach and then I also run a business. And those are very different skill sets, very different um, just things to be spending your time on. And so I love talking about the business side and like the hashtag girl boss shit that we do. Um, So I would love to know a little bit about like the business side of your brand and and how that evolved and, you know, whatever you want to spill on that. Yeah. So my background, like I said, was not um, medical based, Mm -hmm. but my background is actually direct to consumer Mm e-commerce. And so selling shit online and marketing it. Um, (laughs) 
And that's, I love data. I love geeking out on this stuff. And I've always been super, super entrepreneurial. Um, so it's just, it's, this is, again, like what, what you said. I love this stuff too. Um, but in terms of starting the business, it was, this is a struggle. Manufacturing is really, really hard. Um, and I had knew nothing about it. Right. Uh, and so I was starting at ground zero for sure. Um, and, and I've come a long way. And the one thing I will say is like find mentors, which I didn't know what that meant probably even like two years ago. Yeah. But it's just like, seek other people out who are doing it get on in Facebook groups and just start talking yeah. um, and find your people and do not be afraid to ask questions. Mm. Keep asking questions. There's not a dumb question out there in the whole world. Um, I, I'll probably regret saying that, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, but find your people and, and keep growing. There's, always so much to learn, yeah. but it's been a really, really fun journey. And, um, I've had to just be really forgiving to right. myself because I'm going to fail. I'm going to mess it up. Um, and there are parts that I'm like the accounting and the kind <laughs> of boring parts, <laughs> which some people don't find boring, but I'm like accounting inventory management. What are you talking about? Um, <laughs> And I'm sure you have things like that in your business too, right? Oh yeah. I hired a bookkeeper a few months ago and I was like, thank you that I don't have to do this. (laughs) Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, But, you know, I I worked with a really amazing creative team that I think has um, heard a lot of people kind of applaud them and I continue to applaud them. Um, Our brand has been built to be really beautiful mm-hmm. and fun and inclusive. Beautiful. Thank you. Um, and, and, you know, like find like, it's the same thing as I said about mentors, just finding your crew and really relying on them. For me, a business is, is all about the people, whether it's your customers or, you know, your bookkeeper or whoever it is, like all of those people together is what makes it run. And learning that has been so fun. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm like so excited for when I get to hire more and more people because it's uh, having a team is the best part. Yeah, it is. I agree. I think having a team and like people who share your vision is so fun. Yeah. And being able to teach them things and inspire them in other ways and having them teach you things. And it just becomes this like power engine. If you can keep it energetic and exciting. Yeah. um, I've like really, really enjoyed having that, that little community that's all just kind of fighting for the same thing, which is period health. Yes. That's why I love connecting with people like you. Cause it's just like more, like, I'm like, yes, I want more people who have the same <laughs> mission. Like, this is amazing. No, I'm right there with you. I love, and you know, it's really, it's grown on Instagram really, even in the past couple of years where this was like, not a thing. This was not a niche and it's grown where there's just like more women's health education. And I love it. Like I'm such a nerd for it. And I think it's just amazing that there's so many women out there talking about this stuff. You know, it's, it's, really like revolutionizing all of the way that we look at health and our bodies. 
Yeah. It's, it's funny that you say that though. Cause I also, every time I find a new like hormone person mm-hmm. on Instagram, I'm like, Oh, like it's over an overrun space. Like I'll get like <laughs> down on myself, but that's a part of the entrepreneurial, like woes. Like there's such a roller coaster. Oh, yeah. you know, like every week I like find another brand that's doing something similar and I'm like, I'm going to fail. <laughs> and you're like, no, like there's how many toilet paper brands are there? Yes. Like how many? It's okay. We all have our own voice. We're all doing it a little bit differently. Like it's okay. As long as we're all in the same mission to help yeah. educate people, like it's for the greater good, but I'll definitely be like, fuck, <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> like, and then I'm like, no, okay. Like, I like you. I like you. I think. I think. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing I, I feel like, like I said, when I started, there was like not really that many people doing it. Like it wasn't a thing. And I definitely see a lot more people in the hormone health space and, you know, dietitians and practitioners and whatever, doing the different, different avenues of whatever. And when it comes to hormone health, and I think, you know, there is something, like you said, like we all have our own voices and there's also 80,000 different business coaches out there. And, you know, I don't resonate with every single one of them either. Like I resonate with like a handful that I really, really love and I love their content and it really works for me. And that's how I think of it with my business too, is like they're, I am not the perfect fit for everyone and I'm totally okay with that. And I want them to get the best service that they could get. And if we're not the perfect fit, it's probably not going to be the best experience for them. And so people really, you know, so many studies have shown the research is there that people have to believe in what they're doing and who they're doing it with to heal. Like that is a huge part of their process. And so same with what you do is like, you want people to just be really excited about it and believe in it. And that be the thing that they want. And I think part of that is having options. Like if we didn't have an option, we'd be like, oh, well, I hope this one works because there's nothing else out there like it. And I think when you have options, it makes you even more like excited about the thing you're doing, if that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. I, I couldn't agree more. It's, I think it's just like staying positive yeah, for me. Totally. Um, like I am different and I do have my own voice <laughs> and it's okay. Um, but yeah. Do you, do you work with a business coach? I'm, I like, I'm geeking out on this question lately. Cause I just have seen so many business coaches on yeah, Instagram. I do. I currently work with, with someone and she absolutely like rocks my world. I can share her info with you if you want, but she, yeah, fantastic. But I've worked with a couple different business coaches, you know, depending on what phase I was out of my business. And, um, and I think it definitely, like you said, like, it's really essential to have a mentor or someone who like knows a bit more about what you're doing than you do, mm-hmm. because I think that's how you grow. I think if it was just dependent on me to like Google it and be like, what's the next step in my business, Dr. Google? Like I would never grow. Like that would not work for me. Um, because I would find 8,000 different results from like 8,000 different people who said, you know, do this, do this. And I would just get overwhelmed. And so I think having guidance and direction, what, no matter what it is you do, like, I think there's always, if you're just like, I want to be a better partner, I want to be a better cook, like literally just having mentors and like ways to grow with whatever it is that you're passionate about. Um, I think it makes a huge difference. Yeah. I think there's something to be said too, for investing in yourself, like taking that leap monetarily, Mm -hmm. which can be terrifying. Like absolutely expensive, whether it's like diving in and starting the business you want to start or like hiring a coach, whatever it is, like all costs money, but that's putting skin in the game. Mm -hmm. And it's going to like, ultimately I've found anyways, make you be more successful because you're really putting every, like all your 
eggs in one basket, I guess, in a way of being like, I'm all in, I'm doing this and I'm just going to figure it out. Well, like that's, that's it. Yeah. For most people, it doesn't work to get the information or the whatever for free. Like how many times have you been on a website and been like, yeah, I'll download your freebie and then never looked at it. Like I've downloaded free cookbooks and free, so many free resources that I've never looked at. And for most people, you have to have, like you said, skin in the game and you have to invest in yourself to actually grow. And I, like I said, I think no matter what it is that you want to grow at and be better at or show up differently, I think you have to and be willing to invest in yourself and be uncomfortable. It's never fun to invest in yourself. Like it's never, it's never fun to invest. We're never like, Ooh, I can't wait to spend money. Um, but it is truly an investment. It's not like you're flushing money down the toilet. Yeah. What would you say? I've, I've turned the tables. I'm interviewing you now. What, what would you say like has been the biggest thing in your coach, like with working with your coach that you feel like put you in a direction for the, with the best possible outcome? Like what made the biggest change? Um, believing in my ability to succeed in my business. That was the biggest one just mindset. Yes. There's such a mindset aspect of it. And I see that in my work too with clients is there's just such a big piece where you, like I said, you have to believe in what you're doing or there's like no point. You could be doing every single thing, right? You could be doing all the million dollar money making, you know, if you're in a business or you could be doing all the perfect hormone things. But if you don't believe in its ability to work, you don't show up fully. People feel that energy. Like if I got on coaching calls and I was like, Hey guys, happy to see you. Like, you'd be like, what? (laughs) Like you have to fully believe and be involved in your business and be so excited about it. And that's why I like, I think we really hit it off on our first call because you're just so passionate about what you do. And I am too. And I love that energy. And I think you have to have that. And I think you have to surround yourself with that to be successful in your business. That's my hot take on it. No, I agree completely. I mean, just being, and it's almost like it comes off as confidence too, right? So, and and I think that that plays into so many different angles of your life of just like believing in what you've got going on makes you more confident. And then whether that's sitting in your doctor's office or whether that's like sitting in a job interview or starting your own business, like just own yourself and, and keep building on that. It's, it's like an amazing, powerful thing to be like, I fucking got this. Totally. And it's so underrated, like talking about building up your own confidence and your own, um, just self-assuredness is so underrated. We're all like, I I don't, I know like insecurities, people talk about insecurities all the time. It's like such a, like a buzzword almost, but I think having like true confidence in, in who you are and what you're doing, it's so underrated and something that we could all, I think everyone can, you know, invest in that in some way or another, whether it's time, energy, monetarily, whatever, investing in your own growth and your own, your own self-love. Yeah. One of, uh, I've worked with a few coaches historically and one of them made me write down, um, like this one sentence phrase that basically um, I think it was about Maria and it was just like, I'm a badass. Maria's crushing it. And I'm helping so many women like heal their PMS symptoms. And I had to say it out loud every morning for like a couple of months. And I just believe it now. Mm -hmm. Like 
I, it's just like, yeah, I am a fucking badass. Like Maria is <laughs> killing it and I'm helping people heal their PMS. So yeah. like, whatever. See ya. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I have those like sticky notes all over my computer. <laughs> and like literally like my clients are so successful. Like my clients have the biggest wins because that's like, to me, the biggest indicator of my, like, am I doing a good job is like, are they, yeah. are they having those successes? Like, I don't care how much money I make if they're like, this sucks and I don't feel good. Like, I haven't done my job. And so to me, like those wins, like you said, it's like you want to know that what you're putting out in the world is actually making a difference. But Yeah. I- and and then you're, like, you're just everything. It's it, Part of it's just manifesting, too. Yes. I'm a big believer in manifestation. but I am, um, too. I'm, I'm right like, there with you. <laughs> I'm like... Huh, I could really use more money. And then like, if I just manifest it weirdly, like I feel like money shows up, which is insane, but that's mm-hmm. happened. I'll like get a random side client and be like, oh my God, like I needed this. And it yeah. showed up because I just knew it would. You knew it would. You believed it would. You believed it was possible. <laughs> I love it. So what lessons do you feel like you've learned about yourself during this process of starting your own business? Because I feel like nothing will teach you about yourself quite like starting a business. So I would love to hear what lessons you've learned. Uh, I think like <laughs> one of the biggest things is to like, I hate to say lower your expectations, mm-hmm. but I set these really insane expectations for me and then we'll get pissed off when I don't meet them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, I need to reframe that a little bit and be like, okay, I'm setting high expectations so that I can continue to like drive towards them, but it's okay if I don't reach them, let's just push them out a little bit further so I can reach Mm. them maybe next week or maybe next month. Um, but they're just like milestones and markers for where I want to be. And I didn't fail if I didn't make like make it there just yet. I'll get there. Right. Um, so it's almost like just being a little bit gentler with myself mm-hmm. because I want success really badly, you know, like I want to help a million women. Right. Um, and so how do I, like, if I'm not helping a thousand this month, am I going to like beat myself up in my head? Probably a little bit, mm-hmm. but that's okay. Like, it's just, you know, take that energy and put it towards next month. Yeah. Well, and I think that thought process too comes a lot from practicing like mindfulness and being aware of like, hey, it's okay that I'm feeling this way. Like no feelings are bad. How do I, where do I, where do I do this? Where do I put this emotion? How do I um, process it fully? And I think that's a great, that's a great tactic is just being able to uh, recognize what you're feeling and then process that and be like, okay, I'm going to put this, you know, I, I felt it. I'm going to put it away and I'm going to try again. Like we got this. Yeah. Like just reframing as negativity as you know, motivation almost. Um, it's like when you get rejection emails, I'm the literally the queen of there's no such thing as a no. Yes. Every no is just like, Oh, not now, but maybe later. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, I'll remember that. (laughs) And I have this folder in my, in my like Gmail inbox. That's like motivation. Mm -hmm. It's labeled motivation and it's rejection. Mm -hmm. It's all just rejection. I'll go in there and be like, okay, this person said maybe, this person said maybe when like in their email, they're like, no, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) 
like, I'm like, it's okay. We'll come back. We'll revisit this in six months. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, I need to follow up with all these no's because they really just said maybe because I didn't know enough yet. You said not right now. That was it. <laughs> That's amazing. I love it. So I want you to plug all of your stuff. I know you've launched officially. When we talked a while back, you hadn't launched yet or you were about to. So you officially launched, right? Yes, we are live. Um, So you can learn more about the PMS Elixir at www.mareawellness.com. And Marea is spelled M-A-R-E-A. So that's mareawellness.com. Um, on Instagram and Facebook at Maria Wellness. Um, and then if you're interested in following my entrepreneurial journey, I'm at Tom Girl. Love T-O-M-G-I-R-L it. on Instagram. Um, that's actually a funny story. I was surfing in Mexico with a friend and there was a guy that worked at Instagram in the water. <laughs> And we like met up with him after for beers or something. And somehow I was like, I've always wanted Instagram name Tom Girl. And he's like, cool, I'll get it for you. And he's like, <laughs> was high, high enough up at Instagram that you just like somehow swiped it from someone else and gave it to me. Oh, that's nice. Like, I'm like, cool. <laughs> like, I don't even care that much about my Instagram name. It's not like I have a lot of followers, but. <laughs> that's awesome. Connection. It's all about who you know. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Meet as many people as you can. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for coming on here. I'm going to link all of your everything in the show notes. Um, But thank you so much for coming on here, sharing your knowledge, your experience. I appreciate it so much. Yeah, this is so fun. Um, And if anyone wants to chat with me, just hit the chat on our website. Yeah, she'll give you out a personal number. That's what I heard. (laughs) Text me. (laughs) Okay. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Get Clitorate Podcast. We release a new episode every single week, so go ahead and hit subscribe. We'd love for you to leave us a review and let us know what you think of the show. You can learn more about myself, your host, Callie Shea, by visiting my website, CallieShea.com, or by visiting my Instagram, at CallieShea. If you want to stay in the loop with what's happening on the podcast, you can follow at Get Clitorate Podcast on Instagram.